making rants and sense of SA's entertainment industry. Business of Entertainment with Martin Myers on K-Talk. On K-Talk. Good evening to the listeners of Cape Talk. It's just past 9pm on a Thursday night on Cape Talk and you're tuned in to a new show, The Business of Entertainment, with me, your host, Martin Myers. I look forward to welcoming you into my world of the business of entertainment for the next 30 minutes. We bring in guests to have a fireside chat to talk about what we are doing in the business of entertainment to inspire us all. If you've never tuned in, this is the business side of the entertainment space for the next 30 minutes. You can tweet us at Cape Talk and you're tuned in at the moment on 567am. And if you don't like that, try DSTV channel 885. And on a chilly Thursday night, just after 9pm, I'm delighted to welcome a dear friend of mine, Mr. Craig Parks, who runs an event, a program called Jazzathon. Now, Craig, before you say hello, I haven't finished giving the intro here. This Jazzathon event is synonymous with Cape Town. It's 26 years in the making, but it's always been during the first weeks of January at the waterfront. And now for the second year running, you're moving it to, as I like to call, the Goodwood office, Grand West. You're moving there to do something spectacular. Thank you for coming in, first of all. The mic is yours. Tell us about Jazzathon at Grand West in June. Thanks for the opportunity, Martin. 23, 24, 25 June, Grand West, three days of hardcore jazz, gospel, funk, hip-hop, R&B, fusion, every kind of eclectic genre that relates and falls under the banner of jazz will be hosted there. Musicians from, I'm not going to say from all over the world, but from all No, you have got someone from all yeah, over the world. Yeah. I'm going to get there. Hang on. <laughs> from all over South Africa, even as far as Mozambique, with our dear friend Jimmy Dludlu, who hasn't been in Cape Town for more than five years, is so excited to come perform for us again. And then all the way from America via Europe and as I saw last night that he was in Rome performing in Rome last night and this evening and then he moves to Portugal immediately after Jazzathon uh, we are so excited to host the inimitable Stanley Jordan who hold on yes the Stanley Jordan the Stanley Jordan I I was at a record company BMG I promoted him um, I think he was signed to Arista at the time he's got a most spellbinding version of Bolero so anybody who wants to go and look who Stanley Jordan is but how did you get him right I mean the exchange rate is horrendous what is it Stanley Jordan is clearly an artist a musician who of course he's got a business side to to things and 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 the business side to to his life and to his music but he's clearly about music. I sent out a post a few weeks ago and I got an immediate, almost immediate response from his management who said, Stanley's actually on a five-day break in Europe. He'd love to come. He's never been to Cape Town. I said, what, what do you mean he's never been to Cape Town? No, he'd love to come to Cape Town. And then threw some figures at me and I was like, a, I said, are you sure? She said, no, she knows the exchange rate. It's not that, it's not that easy. And it just shows how people are doing research on South Africa. They understand that uh, our budgets may not be as compatible as, as what theirs are in, uh, for the, in the rest of the world. I mean, let's face it. What is it, 22 uh, South African I don't know, I've rand? given up. It, it, it's, it's like a roller coaster anywhere <laughs> from 25 to, to 20. The maths is easy. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, and then she says, you, you give me a figure. I sent her a figure and I, th- I thought, let's, let's be funny. And uh, she said, well, we'll make it work. 
and then we discussed all the you know like transportation accommodation flights etc and she's and then she says i also see that you're doing workshops is there any way that we could do a workshop i went i think i went silent for a moment i said what do you mean we we'd love you to do a workshop would would stanley be interested and into it she sends me his profile she sends me the kinds of workshops that he does and I mean, the rest is history. After I, I think I immediately called you and I said, Mart, um, is there any possible way we can do workshops with Stanley Jordan? And of course, with the program that, that we're working on, something like a Music Exchange, I mean, what a platform to put Stanley Jordan on. And um, even, even there, you know, we can talk about Jazzathon. Jazzathon is not only about the live performances. Hold that thought. It's not only about the live performances, but I, I want to go back. If listeners have just tuned in, it's just after nine. We're speaking to a dear friend of mine, a colleague. Um, I think we met at a radio station called P4 when I was bringing CDs into you and everything else, and you were running the station, and now you're running Jazzathon, which is on at the end of June at Grand West. But go back to the DNA or the genesis, however you'd like to look at. Why did you start the event? 27 years ago, uh, we, we used to play this game, some two buddies of mine, and, and eventually the ones that was name was John Estes and the other guy's name was Quinton Roth. We subsequently came together to form a company called JCQ Productions, which is now 27 years old. I mean, I, I can't believe it. And unfortunately, I'm the only surviving member that, that my two dear friends and brothers have passed away. But we used to sit in a lounge and, and play music. I'm, I'm sure you played the games as well because that's how we got into the industry. Um, somebody would put a, 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 a what it wasn't as much as as many CDs back in the day. It was more LPs, long players and uh, etc. where the guys would say, oh, gee, was, did you see all the producers on this album? Oh, do you know it was recorded? Do you know what techniques they used? And if you didn't know, then you became like, oh, just clearly an outcast. <laughs> an outcast. Clearly this guy doesn't know his music. <laughs> And then we, we, we started chatting. We said, wouldn't it be amazing if South African musicians could reach uh, that pinnacle where, where people would call them from all over the world and say, listen, come perform in the States, come do this. And um, bearing in mind that there had been three failed attempts at a jazz festival, and I bring this subject up all the time. There were two or three people that were trying to do festivals in, in Cape Town at the time, and unfortunately things didn't happen. And uh, we, dis- we then took a challenge, this challenge upon ourselves. Let's try and start a music festival. The reason why we wanted to start the music festival is to make people aware of the talent that's available in South Africa. Then we realized, come on, guys, we're not really, who's going to take note of, uh, notice of us? Let's uh, simmer down and let's not talk about South Africa. Let's talk about Cape Town. And immediately we then started throwing out names, calling guys like Hilton Schilder, uh, Mark Fransman, I think. We're, Mark, we're talking uh, now 26, 20, 26 years, years ago. ago. These are guys who had always been around and, and making names for themselves as musicians, but we needed to pull them into, into onto a platform and say, guys, these are the musicians of Cape, of Cape Town. You need to pay attention to them. We called, we subsequently called the, the VNA Waterfront Management, and there was, I think we got doors closed in every face, and then uh, somebody said, you know what, sounds like a plan. Would, do you guys have sufficient content for for a day? I said, no, we've got a sufficient content for four days. <laughs> and um, Brave in your early stages. Very, yeah. very brave. <laughs> then we started rattling off names and everybody got excited and then realized, uh-oh, you actually need a budget to do something like this. And I can proudly say, well, it wasn't, it wasn't a proud moment at the time. I... Uh, 
all three of us took a, a small piece of chunk of our excess bonds at the time, took some of our savings, went to the waterfront, got people to buy into this craziness of ours, and 25 years later, we got a festival. That flying on, on, on the seat of your pants in, in those early days, almost, and I use it in inverted commas, bravery, you were going into uncharted waters. Absolutely. Do you look back now and go, my heavens, look what I created? Because what are the outcomes that have come out of that? And I know with Music Exchange, which you're involved in helping me run and all of that, we always look at outcomes. Yes. Um, starting way back in the day to where you are now. I know we, we, we chatted off air mm. about some of the people who've come through and are now household names, if, if you'd care to, to mention that. Yeah, but, well, it, it's amazing. I mean, the, the, the list is endless. I mean, Mark Franzman was one of the first guys to, to perform at Jazzathon. I think he was 14 years old at the time. I thought, who is this youngster? But the talent that came out, I mean, Mark has got an amazing band, Sonic Citizen. He, he travels all over the world. Um, I'm, I'm, I can rattle them off. Let's talk please about. Rattle, please Let's rattle. talk about Jonathan Robain, who just this weekend filled up uh, grand, the Grand Arena with five, just over five and a half thousand raving and craving gospel fans. Jonathan, I remember, I think it was about 15 years ago. He was, a, I, I call him a little, if I can mention the word, a snot coplite. It's a classic term. Yeah. That <laughs> came up and said, um, "Uncle." Is there any way I can perform on this stage? Now, bear in, bear in mind, <laughs> he was he was sitting as a as part of the audience in the um, amphitheater at the at the waterfront, and there was literally a fence separating the. And he said, "I'd like to be on that side of the fence, please, man." And and I said, "Well, who's this youngster?" And eventually, uh, I think within three years, he managed to get onto that stage. Then he came up to me, and then he actually, when he he's, before his first song, he actually said. I must tell everybody that three years ago, I sat on that side of the fence. This year, I promised myself that I would be here, and I'm here now. Thank you, Uncle Craig. And it was like, that was a, that was a, a revealing moment for me. It's is, like, is that what, what drives you? Is that what that's, drives you? That's exactly what drives me. And I'll go on to another guy, Cameron Ward, got given his very first guitar at Jazzathon by Jimmy Dludlu. I mean, how this is like out of a movie. Hang on, um, hang on. You're being very modest with Cameron Ward. I know the name well. He ended up touring with? He toured up with Yuma Sikela. I mean, and he, and for a decade, the, over a decade, am o- I right? Over a decade. Today is musical director for Yvonne Chaka Chaka. Come on, you don't... This is a little boy from, from uh, I'm going to say, from Lotus River. Bearing in mind, um, Jonathan Robain is a little boy from uh, Hanover Park. Would, would you equate... Um, and sorry, interjecting, would you Not equate um, Cameron Ward to almost a baby Trevor Jones? Because you said to me off air, I listened to your first two episodes and you yes. had the, uh, the good doctor there yes. who's coming to Jazzathon and Music Exchange. And, music exchange, and yeah. you look mm. at this mm. almost passing of the baton. You look at Trevor Jones. I mean, Trevor's who, from, from, District, from six. District 6. Come on. I mean, here's, here's this guy from District 6 who you know has probably, what, how many years ago? More than 30-odd years ago, 40 years ago, would probably never have had a chance in, in Cape Town, let alone South Africa. Ends up being one of the, 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 the major film, film composers music in composers. the world. Yeah, Come on, you know. If, if so is Cameron's, story, is, is Cameron's story it's very the modern-day equivalent? Absolutely. Cameron's story, Jonathan Rubain's story. I mean, Jonathan's got his own TV show. 
the, the way the fans adore him and the way he keeps his level of integrity. He doesn't speak down to people. He goes up to people and thanks people for supporting him. So does Cameron. Cameron uh, often tells me the story of how he so much wanted to be out with you, Masikela, and, and, and going to parties. But you said to him, Young man, you will stay in the hotel room. Tomorrow I'll take you with on an excursion. And then he gets introduced to people like Quincy Jones, get introduced to some of the top musicians and top music business people in the world. And then he says to me 10 years later, Craig, now it makes you make sense. You know, I've learned so much. So, you know, if ever there's a message to give to some young people, um, especially young musicians, being in the music industry is amazing. It's it's fantastic. It's, it gives me goosebumps. But you've got to understand the business of music. If you do not understand the business of music, you'll be gobbled up and spat out and left like crumbs on the side of a, of, of a street, you know. If you're just tuning in, it's just after 9 p.m. on a Thursday night where we talk the business of entertainment. And my dear guest is Craig Parks from Jazzathon. And Jazzathon is being held um, at the end of June at the Grand uh, Grand West Grand Arena. You can tweet us at Cape Talk. Craig, you, you mentioned the, the business side. We ran Music Exchange last year, and you were there, and you, and, and you met people like Mark Moreau, mm. former chairman of Island Records. Um, Dr. Trevor Jones was another keynote speaker. And they pushed that incredibly hard as well. They found so much talent here, but the business acumen is almost nil. Is, is that the critical skills shortage that we have? And that's why Music Exchange has joined... Jazzathon to to give artists that opportunity to see both sides. Martin, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, let's look at it. I, up until today, I, I will ask a musician. They'll give me a call and say, "Oh, I so much want to perform at, at your festival at Jazzathon. What do we need?" I say to them, "Send me a high res pick, send me a biography, and uh, send me a tech rider." Um, what's a high res pick? Uh, what's a biography? No, come on, guys. Seriously, Let, let's get the fundamentals right. If you want to be in the industry, if you want to be, um, you want to work in at, at, at some corporate uh, company, the first thing they're going to ask you for is your CV. What do you do? What have you done? What are your skills? What tools do you need? Etc. 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 The same applies to a musician. Get to the basics. Eventually, you will grow, and then you will understand that there's things like administration, uh, royalties, Samro, record sales marketing, the way you look, the way you dress, the way you conduct yourself on stage and off stage. Is, is off stage is almost more important than on stage nowadays. You've got 30 mm. seconds basically to impress someone that you're meeting. Um, someone said to me the other day, <laughs> and I love the saying, it's almost not antagonistic. Mm. I know who I am, mm. but who are you? Exactly. Is, is that true? Uh, absolutely. How do you sell yourself in, in the shortest time? I mean, like I, everybody knows the, the getting into the lift analogy and, you, and you're meeting a, uh, a well-known CEO and you want to be part of his company. If you cannot sell yourself in that 30 seconds, by the time the CEO gets out, you, you, you lost. Now, bearing in mind, if you ask a musician or somebody who's really dying to get into the music industry, please send me something as simple as a high-res picture and they cannot do it. Then you know, okay, we're going to struggle a bit. Now, we, we have to get past that stage. So that's why I would encourage, that's why I'm so grateful and that's ex that's exactly the reason why I've, I decided to partner with you. I mean, we've been talking about this for years. Um, why can't Jazzathon and uh, Music Exchange partner? And it, it, it was difficult back in the beginning, but 
clearly now we can. We, you bring the heavyweights in, I'll bring the young up-and-coming musicians, put them in a room and say to them, guys, if you don't listen, if you don't uh, understand, here's your time to ask questions. Ask the questions that you want, but have your questions ready. And, and the rest hopefully will take care of itself. So this is why I'm so extremely grateful that these two events, I'm going to call them events and entities and associations and whatever you want to call them, that they're coming together. You've got a captivated audience coming to Jazzathon. Before you come to the festival, come spend time. Come come listen to these these amazing minds. Uh, I, I don't know how to how much to much how much more to talk about it. And then after that, you can go to the festival. I mean, you, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you can buy a ticket to, to go to. Um, you buy a ticket to go to music exchange, to music exchange and then and you it, come free to the uh, festival. Come on, I mean, really, you know. And 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 let's face it, uh, a cost of a ticket to Jazzathon is the, is one hundred and fifty, hundred and fifty to see three artists in in one set in 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 one um, set. Uh, tomorrow you can pay another 150 or even 250, which is the most expensive ticket, by the way. The middle of the road ticket is is 200 bucks. Come on, I mean it's a, it's a, it's the it's it's, it's the steal of a lifetime. <laughs> it's less than Netflix. It's less than Disney Channel. It's less than hamburger. Yeah, less than a hamburger. Some, but Craig, <laughs> yeah. just run through how the the event is structured over yes. over those three days because. Yes. When you ran it at the waterfront, it ran during the summer months at the beginning yes. of January. Yes. There's sun, so you know you can sit in the sun all day and enjoy yes. music. But now we're indoors at yes. a beautiful, confined space, lovely production, plenty to eat, plenty to see, plenty to do. I think all yeah. the Capetonians know um, Grand West, or as yes. I call it, the Goodwood Office. Yes. It starts on the Friday and then goes through to the Sunday. How have you broken up those those three days? We've broken up each segment into three-hour segments. So we've got a three-hour segment on uh, Friday, one on Saturday afternoon, one on Saturday evening, one on Sunday afternoon, and one on Sunday evening. Each segment broken up into three. The first um, uh, f- uh, Friday, which was, is basically starts at 8 o'clock and runs until 11 probably goes slightly after 11. We will devote that to international musicians and that's where um, Stanley Jordan will perform. The following afternoon, which is um, between three, the Saturday between 3 and 6, uh, I just le- uh, released yesterday uh, uh, an R&B set. So we've broken it up into like things like R&B, serious classic jazz, fusion, African jazz, because let's face it, it's so difficult to box the, that word jazz. How do you box a genre when, if you, if you look at any international stage all over the world, there's guaranteed hip-hop, there's guaranteed R&B, there's guaranteed, um, uh, there's classical, you'll even find classical at some of these. And why are people doing this? Because people don't box themselves into listening to jazz. It's all over. And let's face it, jazz gave birth to so much of this of, of this music and 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 so did blues so that's why we and then on sunday we ending we, we got gospel we got gospel music um with some of the biggest gospel names going back to that jazz and i want to talk about the keyboard warriors who all yeah. of a sudden come out when events like this yeah. uh, blossom because mm. let's face it the the only place that we've really got to, mm. to push it mm. is on radio on shows like this yes um and on facebook instagram and twitter and yes. tiktok and this and that mm-hmm. um i'm dear friends and yes and i am name dropping mm. um with omar kim who played mm. with sting and david bowie etc and I met him at the Malta International Jazz Festival and did a lovely interview with him and his wife, Rachel Z, who's a two-time Grammy Award winner and played with Peter Gabriel from the Wayne Shorter School of Music, etc. And I asked him what that four-letter word jazz is. 
And he said to me, simple. Mm. It's a mindset. Absolutely. Is, is that what Cape Tonians are not understanding? That we, we are so fixated with boxing. Mm. That, oh, it's got to be like, you must sound like Miles Davis. Mm. You must sound like Wayne Shorter. Mm. No, Herb Alpert, I'm not mm. quite sure yeah. Mm-hmm. George Benson, no, 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 no. That's, mm-hmm. that's yeah. not jazz. Yeah. That's now pop. Yep. You know? I mean, let's face it, even Miles Davis said, Jazz? What's that? I play music. And it, mm. it's it's the people's mindset. It's how you box it. You can box it in whichever way you want to. That's his feeling. That's the feeling that comes out of him, guys like Miles Davis. Um, all over the world, I mean, I can throw guys like D'Angelo um, who take their influence from jazz. But, but look what they're doing. They're doing straight-up uh, um, hardcore rap uh, hip-hop, th- that's the culture. Now, now they call it neo-soul. So every time something happens, they, they give it a different different name. But yeah, but that's jazz. Jazz is not what you see at a nightclub on a Saturday evening after you've had a couple of whiskeys because that's just music to keep you moving around on the dance floor in a circle. So exactly as you said, it's, it's a mindset, jazz. Um, and yes, I, I've come to a point where those keyboard warriors who, who talk about... Um, uh, that's not jazz, and how 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 can you put a guy like youngster in the same on the same stage as a guy like um, Stanley Jordan? Why not? Uh, Nathan East played with Phil Collins. He's one of the top jazz bass players in the world. He was in the band called Four Play as well. Four Play as well. You're listening to on a Thursday night the business of entertainment, and my dear guest is Craig Parks. In fact, he goes on on Facebook as Craig Jazzathon Parks. That's how <laughs> steeped in. Hard work for the last 27 years, and he's hosting Jazzathon at the end of June at Grand West. Mm. Craig, going back to those early days yes. and your tour, your two dear friends mm-hmm. have passed on. Is that your driving force on a daily basis to pay tribute to them? I know you've got your, your lovely daughter, Lauren, involved mm-hmm. as well in that. Yes. Is that what drives you and, and, and keeps you going? It absolutely drives me, Martin. You know, um, in 2009, we had lost our, our major sponsorship with a, with a, with a, a bank. Uh, by that time, John had passed away. Quentin started getting sick. And it, we, we got to the point where, uh, you know, funding was, was, was a problem, was a challenge. We could never get... We always it still started. is a challenge. Yeah. I mean, somebody said to me the other day, how do you make a million out of... A million rand out of jazz? Start with 25 million. You'll, you'll quickly get down to a million man in jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I literally gave up. I, I said, I'm, I've had it. I, I'm, I'm not going to do jazzathon anymore. It's It doesn't work. And slowly, I promise you, within less than a year, my phone started. How can you do that to us? And this was, these were musicians calling. Yeah, but you know, that was a platform for us. And then I, I, I still struggled. And then I got another call from, uh, I think it was Wayne McKay and said, come on, you can't just let this festival die. Because by that time, we were going into the third year, and I just said, okay, let's let's do it. The, the overwhelming support I got from just general people wanting to be involved, musicians and everybody coming on board, it was it was phenomenal. That's what, what pulled me back into it. Uh, it also pulled my daughter, actually both my daughters, who were there from Jazzathon day one. I mean, they both mothers, etc. But they still, I say to them, I don't have a budget. Oh, please, you've been saying that for 25 years. We, we'll be there. My, my son has joined. You come on a regular basis to put in. Now, now, if your friends, someone like you or your family can't inspire you, you then, then what is the use of carrying on? I'm inspired every day by people like yourself, by people like all the musicians that we have around us. I tell Jonathan Robain all the time, I say to him, 
you inspire me. He says to me, how can I inspire you? You're older than me. You inspire. I said, and we have this sort of tit-for-tat inspirational talks. Hold on with that Jonathan Rubain story. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of listeners do know that I'm very fortunate also mm. to manage Sipo Hot Sticks Mabuse. Yes. You and I went up to George yes. and did a workshop with yes. Jermaine Leonard, who yes. also came out of Jazzathon. Jazz am, am I right? Absolutely. And we were driving back and we stopped yeah. at the famous, we've got to mention it, a road trip, you stop at Wimpy, yeah. you know, um, in Swellendam. You yeah. were meeting yeah. Jonathan Rubain and we were driving Just up. Off, uh, he was coming up to George and we were coming, we were back. coming back. So yeah. we stopped. Yeah. There yeah. were 10 kids outside. It was like, I think like 3.30 in the afternoon yes. we were driving home. Yeah. Every single one of these kids wanted a picture a and a photograph. They didn't want an autograph. They wanted a photograph. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The man is mega. Am I right? He's absolutely huge. I mean, we were supposed to meet him for, what, 10 minutes? I think we spent two hours. And every no. time somebody pulled up at the, at the garage station, they all got, oh, please, can we have a photo? Please, can we have a photo? And I saw, I witnessed that on on Saturday. The magnitude of this guy. But, but his heart is so big. He will take the time to, to talk. I must tell you this. The Stormers played on Saturday, right? Mm, mm. What should they be doing after the game? They won mega. They should be out. Um, bigger party. They have a party. He's, he, he, I can't. I forget the names now because I'm not that. that um, I don't. You're not that sports savvy. Yeah. <laughs> he says, "I just want to take the time to to thank so and so and so, and thank you for coming to my show." Two Stormers players in the audience. They they could have been at a party. They came to see his show. Unbelievable. And then afterwards, backstage, they, they all come. I'm thinking, no. Here's this little boy from Enova Park. And, and that is exactly what drives me to keep on with Jazzathon. Because if I can do that for him, for Cameron Ward, well, I'm not saying I did it for him. I, no, I, but, 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 mm. but it was a platform. It was a platform. It was something that you mm. dreamed of. I mean, that Cameron Ward story is massive. The it's, Jonathan Rubain story is massive. Even uh, uh, a mutual friend of ours, Heinrich Franz, I think he performed on, on, on he that stage as well. He with, ended up with Jonathan Butler, am I right? There we go, with, with Jonathan Butler. And, and, and even the, again, the, the workshops that we do, we lost two months ago, we get this call saying, we love what you guys are doing with the workshops. Please, can't you do one for me? And that came from Jonathan Butler. How amazing was that? I mean, we, we did that. I think we filled up that venue in two days. Two days, two days. Yeah. Two days. It's it's two simple guys, yourself and me and, and myself, doing Drink amazing. Things. If you're at home and, and you're listening to this and you're wondering, why must I go to Jazzathon at, at Grand West at the end of the month? Um, I'm speaking to Craig Parks, the, the founder. Give Give people one reason why they should go. You will see some of the top acts that you never even knew existed. It's it's that simple. Is it that simple? Uh, it's that simple. Um, is the stuff literally lying under our noses and we're not realizing how good it right is? It's lying under our noses. Even I get amazed sometimes. Uh, as, as you know, we do two jazzathons, one in January, which I've now changed into a developmental stage. We have uh, many students... Uh, from from uh, projects like the Artscape Youth Project, uh, Mitchell's Plain Music Academy, all these guys, they come perform and people come to me and say, hey, who's that on stage? Uh, where does he perform? I say, no, he's actually in school. They say, oh, my word. And then I get a call two days later from uh, um, from the guys at Mitchell's Plain Music Academy saying to me, Uncle Craig, we just want to thank you. We got three gigs out of Jazzathon. And then I say, Guy, but that's amazing. Now, this is the talent that we have in Cape Town. I'm not, besides the rest of, of South Africa, these are, this is the talent we have on the Cape Flats, whether they come from Delft or Atlantis, this is the talent that we have. 
but people don't know about them. So this is what Jazzathon has been trying to do. And once you, in, in our books, if you develop good, um, well enough from the, the, the free platform at uh, the, water, the V&A Waterfront. That's in January. In January. We then do workshops, and you know, mm. we've we, done we, plenty. We go all over the we we go all over um, the Western Cape. I mean, I think the, we were in George a few few weeks ago. We've been to Verlierstorp. We've go to Friedenberg. We go to all these places, and then you can apply to perform a jazzathon. But then we want to get into your mind. We want to know how ready are you to perform because. You know, some people can play um, or sing in the shower. I always tell people, you can sing in the shower and you can play at home at a party for your family. But once you get in the stage, it's a different ball game. And then you need to make a decision. Are you going to do this as a, as a business or are you just want, do you just want to play for your family? And, you that's, and that's where the music exchange part comes in. We're not Thank teaching you. you middle C. No, we yeah, are, absolutely. We're putting you in the room with heavy weights that you'll never get to. Mm. I mean, no. there's not one person in Cape Town, maybe maybe the CEO of big concerts mm. could get there, mm. that, that could speak to a, a, the likes of a, a Mark Moreau, former chairman of Island Records. Yeah. But you've got them in the room there for three days. They'll be coming to watch the acts at Jazzathon. You can talk to them. It's that 30 seconds pitch, pitch that you yeah. can make face-to-face to, to these people. I've got mm. this music. What do I do? I saw it last year with Leslie Wells, who, who manages Marera Chungisa, mm. presented all her music to Mark. You never know where it's going to travel because this is a long game. It's a five-day Ashes test. Am I right? It's Absolutely. Not a, it's not a 2020 competition. Your famous, your famous saying, um, you've got to be in the room. Yeah. If you're not in the room, uh, it's, it's your loss. That's, that's the way I look at it. And uh, a lot of the guys that were at Jazzathon over the, over the few years at, um, at the V&A Waterfront have excelled they've exploded and they'll be performing it at the the grand arena i'm so excited we've got like uh, a 30 piece orchestra featuring solo artists we've got uh if i can if i may say the lady day big band featuring uh, people like uh, adelia dow we've got jimmy Dludlu who who is he was one of the very first people also to perform at jazzathon and i think but he was like in, in 1998 um, look, the, the guy's a megastar. He, he, he travels all over the world. I think Jimmy just won a Sama Lifetime Achievement uh, there Award. There we go. You know, when, when I called him, um, I said, Jimmy, you know, I don't, you know, you know, Jazzathon. He said, I, I'm performing. I didn't even finish my sentence. I'm performing. <laughs> um, and he calls me like on uh, once a week just to find out how things are going. And, and you think to yourself, hey, but this is Jimmy Lulu. This is not just a, a normal guy in the street. This is a this is a world class guy, giving me a call. And you know what he called for on Saturday, just to say, I wish you all the best with your with uh, your concert. Oh, the event that you were doing. Uh, I actually got goosebumps, and I, I I said to Jonathan, this is now this is all out. This is what we work for because we're never going to make money in this business. Let's just be honest. You you can't be involved in jazz and make and make money. Um, Miles Davis would have told you that as well. They, yes, okay, he had a few Ferraris, but uh, <laughs> it's a struggle. It's a struggle. So, I mean, my wife tells me all the time, if you keep on with this jazz nonsense. I'm going to go somewhere else because you, oh, you, you need to make money. I have, you know? I have noticed a couple of gray, gray hairs <laughs> there since I've known you for over 25 Gee, years. Was, but man. this has been such a, a heartwarming conversation. And if yeah. you've just tuned in, I'm oh. chatting to Craig Parks, um, founder, one of the three founders, three founders. Of, of, of Jazzathon, which happens mm. now at the end of the month in um, at Grand West. Yeah. Let's just go back and circle back to the very beginning. Mm. You've got an international heavyweight, Stanley Jordan, coming yes. in. Um, what is his 
show going to be about? Have you have you got an idea? And, and he's a virtuoso guitarist. Yes. Am I right? From America, I promoted the album way back in the day when I was working for yes. BMG. It's a a big coup. You've broken your rule yes. of of having an international of artist, having an international and I've broken that rule. But you cannot throw away something like that. He's Cape Town is is a city of guitar players. They, um, I mean, I remember somebody telling me, oh, you can find a guitar player on every corner. <laughs> whether you go to Mitchell's <laughs> Plain, whether you come to, to Green Market Square, I mean, you you just have to look out your window, there are guitar players. He's got a technique, I, I forget the name now, where he plays on the neck of his guitar. I mean, he's he's, he's, he's perfected this, this. So he's coming down as a solo performer. He's, he's not, an, and of course, coming down as a solo performer, um, <laughs> Immediately, I get a call from I don't know ten different bands. No, he can perform with me. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, he can he can be in my band. I said yes. I'm sure he would want to be in your band, but we want people to to witness this technique. And this is also what he's going to showcase at um, a masterclass, at, the at, workshop at, at, at the masterclass at, 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 music, at, at music, music exchange. exchange. So he's going to do that. He's going to talk about music therapy. He's coming to perform with solo on a grand piano, and and. And on a on his electric guitar, you know. I mean, th- this guy takes things like uh, wh- whether it's a song like like you said, bolero. He's th- he's covered Michael Jackson's version of "Lady in My Life." I mean, he's taken it to a complete. You would say, "No, man, where does this guy come from?" He's taken some amazing songs. Some, and I think some Beatles works as well. And, oh, and he's done some Beatles works. He's 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 done. Cl- he's actually a classical guitar player, who who just experimented with his guitar and. Um, like you say, the rest is history. So he's coming down as a virtuoso. He's coming to showcase what he does as Stanley Jordan. And we do know that on one of those nights, I'm not going to say we, that he will perform with with one or two bands because I've got requests from from literally every band. Please, Connie, just come your, and do one song. Your face is just <laughs> lit up. There's the smile that if I could capture it, it's just so massive in that yeah, because it's very exciting to see yes. a performer of that caliber strip themselves right down yep. to the bare bones and yep. not be hidden with drums and no. keyboards and everything else. It's him, the guitar, yes. talking to an audience. And I've been following him on his social media platforms. It is unbelievable. A buddy of mine is going to see him on on this Sunday in um, in Portugal. This guy says to me, "This is my lifelong dream." This is a guy from also from Lotus River who's who's made it big in in, in the world. Mm-hmm. He now lives in Portugal. Called me out of the blue and says, "Never guess who I'm going to go see this weekend." <laughs> I said, "Stanley." I said to him, "Stanley Jordan is going to be here." Like dead silence. Can't be. He's, he, I said he's coming here. He says, "Okay, um, I'm, you'll see me in June." I'm flying home. <laughs> yeah, but now, now if a guy like like Stanley, and that is based purely on what he saw on Facebook, did his research on Jazzathon, saw what I'm trying to do about the workshops, the development, where Jazzathon, he could tell me my history, and then he says, "I want to be part of your festival." You know, Martin. That's as I say, as as as, as what we would say. That's the reason I do this. It's been a delight having you in for the last half an hour, Craig. Mm. Where can people find out more, the website, to have a look? www.jazzathon.co.za. Let's face it, Facebook and all the social media platforms are always one of the best places to get updated information. You can read the newspapers. I know we'll be on radio. Uh, we'll definitely be in, in all the newspapers, social media. And, and yeah, we're we available. Check, check us out. Our phone numbers, contact details, everything on jazzathon.co.za. 
Craig, it's been an honor and a great pleasure, and may the festival be huge. Thank you for coming. I in. look forward to seeing you there. I look forward to working with you for those three days. And it's not like we, we're only going to work for those three days because we know the hard work starts after that because then we get back on the road to do all our workshops. See you there. Mr. Craig Parks, thank you. Making brands and sense of SA's entertainment industry. Business of Entertainment with Martin Myers on K Talk. On K Talk.